0: Everybody, welcome to the Writer Check with your host, Kay Nicole. Warning y'all now there's going to be some minor language in this. So if that bothers you, then I'm sorry. And if not, then feel free to listen on. So as you probably noticed, there was an episode last week, and that was because I had like two exams that I had to study for. And I have one more like next week that uh I'm crossing my fingers on. So bear with me. But you know, now this now that I finished both of them, I'm chilling at 10 31 p.m. So yeah, that's why. But before we get into the episode, we're just gonna go through some basic maintenance. So the usual stuff I talk about, feel free to skip if you want to. Don't have to. I'm not forcing you. Um, as you all know you can donate to the podcast if you choose to there is a link in the show notes another thing this podcast is available on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, stitcher and i think that actually i think that's it yeah that's it so feel free to listen to it on those platforms if you choose to don't really care that's up to you also if you want to keep up to date on anything podcast related, you can follow me on Instagram at k the writer. That's K-A-E, The Writer. Or you can go to the podcast tab on my blog. So today's episode is about my poetry book, Morning Doves. I already did a YouTube video on this like a while ago, but I, fi- I figured why not do a podcast episode. I also needed something quick to do this week because, you know, lack of time. You'll get a nice juicy podcast episode probably next week, but for right, or not next week. We're still in the same week. I mean, the week after next. I'm so bad. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> the week after next, you'll get a you'll get a, a I don't know a juicier episode the week after next if I can figure out what I want to do. But anyways, we're gonna just talk about my poetry book. I'm just going to probably read some questions off that I wrote because I'm not famous enough for people to ask me questions about my book so let's just pretend that I am for the time being and that you know my beautiful followers sent these in knowing good and goddamn well they didn't but anyways, we'll just act like it for for the sake of me wanting to feel like I'm special but yeah so I'm just gonna read the questions off answer them and keep it pushing so enjoy yourselves so the first question is, why is it titled Morning Doves? Oddly enough, it's because of a song. So I don't know if y'all listen to Janae Iko. If you don't, you're missing out. You really should. And if you do, we're besties officially. So welcome to the Janae Iko Club. But I was listening to her previous her no, yeah. Her last album, Chalambo. So that's the one that just that came out like a year or two ago which seems crazy because I remember when it came out. But anyways, one of the songs on our album is called Morning Doves. And when I was listening to it on my way to, um, it, I was doing some field experience at the time, because if you guys didn't know, I was an English education major before I switched to psychology and I had to work with kids, but irrelevant. I was walking, you know, to the, uh, to my Uber and I was listening to the new album because it had just come out that Friday and that song popped up, and I it just clicked in my brain, and I said, "Yo, this is the this is the right title for me. Like, this is the title of my book. I already knew, cause I was between titles at the time anyway. Because I was like, oh, should I name it this? But then it was like, mm, it's not really fitting with the theme. I didn't really have a theme at the time. I didn't know what I was doing. But that literally put it all together for me. Because the thing with morning doves is that even though morning doves sound sad or sound like they're grieving, hence the name. They're, they actually signify hope and light and love and a lot of positive things that people don't even realize. That's what really the book is about. You know, it's a, on the surface, it seems like grief, sadness, all those, you know, heavy feelings that nobody wants to deal with. And yeah, of course it deals with that. Of course it does. But in the same instance, there's also a level of acceptance and hope within it that things can get better. And you know what? They did. <laughs> so now what inspired me to write Morning Doves? Y'all already know. I've already talked about this man enough on this podcast, which is ridiculous. But feel any anger or any resentment or any sadness? I don't really feel much about it anymore. And you know, now I'm in a completely healthy relationship and there are moments where like I feel like I'm slipping back into old habits or I'm I'm still I still have, like, many triggers from it, but it's not as bad. When I first got out of that toxic relationship, I was dumb enough to get into another one. And I t- I think I talked about this in one of the episodes where I almost ruined that one, or at least I contributed to some of it, too, because of my issues that I never got a, you know, a handle on after getting away from him. I'd never got a handle on any of that. So all of that baggage came with <laughs> with me and it's it was all unhealed trauma and I just took it out on the wrong person and it wasn't fair to them. Now I'm at a point where I'm not doing that as much. So when it does come up, it doesn't it doesn't really cause any problems and I also have a very understanding and mature partner, so it kind of works out. And I'm also at a point where I've healed enough to where I know where it's coming from. So I don't really act out on it. It's it's just one of those things I can calm myself down and bring myself back. So yeah, that, that's really what inspired it. And so what songs did you listen to while writing Morning Does? I actually have two playlists. So one on Spotify and one on Apple Music. I will link them down below. But I... Listen to a lot of different people. Janae was one of them. Jaden, Jaden Smith. Yes, Will Smith's son makes music. In case you didn't know, his some of his songs are actually very good. I would recommend them. I listened to who else did I listen to? T-Mar, not Tamar. I want to. I want to like literally specify this. Not Tamar Braxton. T-Mar. T E A M A R R. Woman is amazing. Very underrated totally recommend her if you haven't heard of her Drake was <laughs> yep I sure did listen to Drake there was a couple songs from him on there Frank Ocean was one of them and a couple other people there was one other girl but I can't remember her name off the top of my head what was her name I don't know I don't know her name off the top of my head but one of her songs is on there so I'll probably link it down below if you you know want to listen to the playlist or if you want to support and buy my book which feel free to do that you can read it simultaneously because there are some poems in there that coincide with some of the songs because at the time i was like "Ooh, this line is great let me use it for a poem so feel free all right next question how is morning doves laid out and what's the meaning of it so it's actually laid out with the five stages of grief which I already explained the pro you know, the thing with mourning doves anyway and their symbolism and whatever. So you can kinda already of, I mean, maybe guess why it's laid out that way. But actually the reason why I have poems, you know, for each stage of the grief is funny enough, is that I wrote those poems a year prior to actually writing this book, and then it actually became the basis of what the book is about. So it's divided into five sections. So denial, bargaining anger depression and acceptance and those are all the five stages of grief they don't always necessarily go in that order but those are the you know known stages and I and each section is kind of like it has its own little symbolism I guess that's the best way I could put it so I guess I can kind of break down each section so denial is what it is denial you know you're denying that Things are actually wrong in the relationship and that there are red flags that are being presented and ladies and gentlemen's or non-binaries, if somebody is showing you red flags blatantly, run. If you see the red flag, trust your gut feeling and run. Don't stick around. Don't try to make excuses for it. Just, just keep it pushing because if they show you who they are one time, they're going to continue doing that. Don't think they're going to change because they're not. And me being 17 naive and stupid, I decided to ignore them all. And on top of that, I didn't know any better. I never really learned what a relationship was really supposed to be like. I was, I you know, I wouldn't really say that um, I knew what to expect in a relationship or what a healthy relationship was really supposed to be or consist of. And I also was the type of person who, just took attention when it was given to me. Like if somebody showed me attention or whatever, I was like, okay, I jumped at the opportunity because, you know, I didn't think people liked me like that. I didn't think I was like worth anyone's time. So I just, if somebody showed me any sliver of fucking love, I took it and ran with it. Don't do, don't be like me. Please don't be like me. But I, I took it and ran with it. And I didn't think that anybody else would like me. So I stuck with it. And don't ever do that you know you're you're to all my people you are worthy (laughs) and don't let anybody treat you less than that okay I'm just gonna be honest here so that was part of the reason why I probably ignored a lot of it and I was like well it can't be that bad so but it it was bad (laughs) it was terrible actually bargaining it's more so trying to bargain with him and bargain with myself so I'm bargaining with him about how I want him to go back to who he used to be. The I want the good parts relationship back. I want the, the, the boy I fell in love with again. Like what happened to this kid? Like, where did you go? Because at some point he just changed. He just, it's just like one day he just became a completely different person. And I just, there was just a moment in time where I didn't recognize him. And there was also a moment in time where I didn't even recognize myself because not only was he a completely different person, but then he was turning me into some somebody different too. I lost a lot of myself with him, and he brought out some of the worst things in me, some of the worst qualities that I didn't even think were there. And in hindsight, you know, I shouldn't have to – first off, I shouldn't have had to keep begging this man to change. If you got to keep begging a man to change, then you need to move on because he's not going to. I shouldn't have kept wasting my time. And I shouldn't have let myself get so deep into that to where I didn't even know who I was. And usually in these type of relationships, we keep hoping for the good parts. We keep wishing they'll come back. We keep sticking around because we think, okay, well, they'll come back one day. Well, he's not all bad because I re- I miss the good moments. I miss the good parts of him. I miss the good things, but I hate to break it to you. Usually those things are fake because people can hide for a while, but they can't hide forever. So eventually it's going to slip off and you're going to see exactly who they are. It doesn't inherently make them an evil person, but it's just, you can't waste your whole life wishing for that person to come back when that person probably wasn't even real. So there's my two cents with that. Anger, that's as simple as that, anger is anger. And that was just me being angry with him for cheating on me, for doing these things to me, for belittling me, for changing me, all these things. And then it also was me being angry with myself for just letting it happen at the same time. Not that it was my fault, because it's just kind of like, he didn't know any better, but still, it makes you wonder sometimes, it's like, what if I would have just listen to what people were saying or what if i would have just been smarter enough to see it quicker maybe i could have avoided a lot of the stuff that i went through but you know it was character growth <laughs> character development it's always needed depression is depression i don't know the best way to really explain that one i guess that's really more so the sadness that comes at letting you back in because i did <laughs> i hate to say it i was that chick who let him back in. Even after all the BS he put me through, I still let him back in. And that was one of, that's probably one of my biggest regrets is letting him back in when I shouldn't have, and I should have known better. And the only reason why that we didn't stay together longer was because my friend who bless her heart, she, she really, to this day, I say she saved my life low key. So the story is, you know, she had come over for like a sleepover that summer and um, we were still together me and the boy we were still together at the time and you know she had come we were chick chatting hanging out I was talking to her about it handed her my phone and she was reading some text messages that, that he had sent me because he had called me like entitled for breaking up with him it was a whole ugh, it was a whole situation but it I mean, there were some foul ass messages and I just remember her scowling at the phone, thrown to the side and said, I can't even read this no more. And then she just looked at me and she said, I don't know why you, you just keep doing this to yourself. And she said, I don't know why you could be with somebody who treats you this bad. And she just looked so disappointed. <laughs> and she asked me, she was just like, Why are you still with him? And, you know, I just looked at her and said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We just been together for so long. And she just was she just was shaking her head and she just looked so sad for me. And it just It was like a wake-up call in that moment. It's like, wow, I'm really wasting my time with this man. And for what? (laughs) For what? She's right. Why am I wasting my time with you? I don't understand. You don't bring me anything but sadness. Like, you don't even give me any benefit anymore. It's just nothing but sadness. Like, I I can't even remember the last time I was actually at fucking peace. He brought me nothing but chaos. So... It was just a matter of being saddened at the idea that I let him back in when I knew I shouldn't have let him back in, and thinking that he would change and he didn't change, and I should have known he wasn't going to change because he then ended up doing the exact same thing he always did, and I just knew that things weren't going to go back to the way they were because we were just too far gone at that point. It, it was it was over and done with, you know. There was just too much baggage and too much history between us that couldn't get fixed. There was just just too much damage. You know, it it just felt like, you know, you know how it's uncomfortable when you step into two small shoes. That's what it felt like. It was pinched. It was uncomfortable. And it's time to let him go. Acceptance was simply acceptance. Acceptance was about accepting that it's okay to let that go. And that even if it hurts and even if the person isn't always that okay with it, you need to do it for yourself. And it's very important that you prioritize yourself above all means. And it's also um, a section about, you know, discovering myself again after, after that. And it was a lot. It was hard. Now I'm at at a point where it doesn't really dictate or control my life anymore. He doesn't really control me anymore. Not the way he used to. So I don't, I don't let him, you know, dictate my feelings or whatever. And I'm not going to let him keep ruining my life because he wouldn't be stupid. (laughs) So that's just, that's it. So why are all the poems lowercase? Stylistic choice. That's all. Um, I actually got it from Rupee Carr. I like the way she did it and it just spoke to me. So I just started doing my poems like that and, and, I, and I love it. People might get irritated with it. I don't really care. That's kind of why I do lowercase stuff even with this is just because I like how it looks. I don't know. It, capitalization just looks strange to me now. <laughs> now that I'm so used to it so it's, it's just for style plus it's supposed to read more like a story anyway so there's really no point in having the titles to begin with in my opinion so how long did it take you to write and when did you start it so I started it during freshman year because this also is around the time that um, the same guy was stalking me for seven months yes he stalked me The only reason why this happened was because I was dumb enough to go to the same school as him because we thought we were going to be together forever. So we applied to the same school, both got into the same school and then broke up right before freshman year started because he was crazy and couldn't seem to take no for an answer. He decided to stalk me for seven months. So during that time, I had to get out, get it out because I didn't really have people. I had people to talk to, but like, and I still just felt alone and felt like, nobody really understood what i was going through so the best way for me to get it out was through writing because i promise you i was probably the most angry i've ever been in my life the most chaotic like i played it off very well but that wasn't a very easy time for me and it was really a lot um with you know being in school for the first time dealing with friend drama dealing with this motherfucker dealing with my boyfriend at the time it was just a lot going on and it just wasn't a very peaceful time this is the most peaceful and i'm a junior right now so this is the most peaceful that i've ever been in a minute ain't no drama going on my boyfriend is amazing ain't no crazy past coming up it this is this is the most peaceful i've ever been and i would like to keep it that way we are doing nothing but thriving you know i think that's a win in my opinion so that was around the time I started writing it. And um, it took me about a year and a half, maybe, give or take. That's about how long it took me to write all the poems, get it gathered together, format it, do the book cover, you know, the usual self-publishing stuff. So how many pages is it? It's about 165, so quick read. Um, nothing crazy. What did your process look like when editing and formatting? Formatting was a bitch. I'm just gonna be honest. It sucked. It was terrible. Ten at, zero out of ten. Wouldn't recommend that. It was too, oh, just thinking about it um, is is angering me. It was just annoying because Scrivener doesn't really have it. They okay. So Scrivener has like a poetry template, but like for some reason it I I don't I don't remember. It's been a minute, but for some reason it just wasn't really working the way I needed it to work. So then I had to switch it over, and then it was just a headache and. I got it done though. I figured it out, but it was just irritating. And then sometimes when the poems would break, they would have like asterisks at the top of the page or something. I don't know what was going on with it. I I don't know, but it was irritating as hell. And in terms of when I was editing each poem, it was more so just line by line, maybe cutting out some stuff that didn't need to be there, cutting out stuff that was redundant, maybe getting rid of poems, stuff like that. Maybe adding it just depended. Like there were some poems in there that I actually added after just to fill in the space, and there are some poems that um, actually have a completely different like line, or maybe there's like stuff that's been cut out, things like that. Like I know the very last poem in the book actually had a complete line change because the very last line used to be, um, I this is I guess this is what it means to grow up, but now it's it, but now I changed it to um, I guess this is what it means to let you go. Because I felt like it fit better with what book was talking about and what that section was talking about. And I felt it was a more befitting end than what it means to grow up. I guess letting you go made more sense because essentially this book is about letting him go and being okay with letting him go. And, you know, letting go of that pain and trauma and moving on with my life. So yeah are there any parts that didn't make the cut and why yes there is one poem in particular that did not make the cut not because it wasn't good but just because it just didn't really integrate well with what I was talking about so it is what it is what did you hope to gain from writing this I've struggled with this question quite a bit because I want to give like a long, lengthy, inspirational answer, but I guess I don't really even have one. I guess the only answer I could give you was that, one, it was for me, and two, my intention was simply to save someone else and make them feel less alone. There's no no more motivation I can give with that. It's that simple. So even if it doesn't resonate with everybody, that's fine. But if I could touch one heart and make somebody feel like, wow, somebody understands somebody literally voiced how I feel then I then I did my job and I feel good about that so how did you make the cover slash what inspired the cover I actually made the cover on Canva and the reason why it looks the way it does is actually because of Ruby Carr's stuff because like I said I love her style Mm, her poems are I don't mind most eh, like some of her poems but I really just like how artistic she is with her style and her covers and stuff so that's where I got the idea from with like the font and the way it was laid out and then the birds, obviously, are supposed to be doves. And then the color, and I know this sounds stupid because literally when I told my parents this, they made fun of me. Which is why I don't tell a lot of people this, but whatever. It actually was this man's favorite color, which is why I hate yellow now. <laughs> if anybody were to ask me, this is why I absolutely hate the color yellow. With a passion, by like, with a burning passion, I hate it. But I again, the book was about him, and I'm not gonna lie about it. It it symbolizes a moment in my life. It's like a literal timestamp. So I that's hence why I made it the color, and that's fine, you know, is what it is. And the last question is, do you plan on doing an audiobook? Yes, I do. I just haven't had the time, but I do plan on doing an audiobook and releasing the hardcover version eventually when I get around to it. But I do want to make a audio version because i think it'll be fun because i like reading my poems out loud well. anyway i now have a microphone so i have no excuse i have more than enough time to do this so yeah that's the end of this episode i know this one was a little shorter but y'all been getting like long episodes back to back so i don't think y'all are gonna really care i plan on probably doing a little bit longer one maybe next week since i'll actually have time But for right now, I mean, this is just a little bit of the gist. If you want to hear a little extra, I guess you can always head over to my YouTube channel or feel free to shoot me a message to ask a few questions. That's fine by me. I don't really care. It's up to you. Make sure you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you next week. Bye.